Sean. Stokely from Sausandole. Oh, man. I don't talk about aesthetics as much as I should. You know, even though I'm in the business of cosmetics. Um, aesthetics matter. We're social animals. I mean, it seems, I guess it seems mean, right? Sounds mean to say that looks matter, right? It sounds mean if you're not falling into the conventional or the current definition of what beauty is. If you're one that benefits or if you're on the winning side of it, then, well, it doesn't seem so bad. Or, you know, if you're truthful to yourself and you look at the empirical data and you look at the science, then, you know, you don't get offended too much by it. Yeah, maybe initially, you know, my knee-jerk response is like, ouch, you know. But um, looks matter. Aesthetics. Aesthetics matter. Um, you know, some of us don't fall into the conventional definition or the current day definition of what beauty standards are um, when it comes to physical attributes. But, you know, we can complement that with um, with our dress. Some of us complement with brands by trying to associate certain value and status to ourselves. You know, certain brand name cars or whatever. You know, some of us um, choose to achieve, to add achievements to ourselves to attract you know, increase our attractiveness. Um, and other ways, you know, some, you know, some, sometimes, you know, one of the greatest things is character, I always say. But um, character doesn't lead in, in an initial visual situation. And a visual, you know, because before you even make a sound, you know, someone is observing you with their eyes. So that's why we use clothes and jewelry and all these other things and whatever we attribute or we, we put these things on ourselves or we put ourselves in the places where it'll be understood that you know even though maybe we don't have the aesthetic we do have the resources um, that make us of value you know it's, it's, it's tragic, it sounds tragic, it sounds mean, right? But hey, that's, that's what it is. Um, you don't necessarily need brands, you know, especially if you have the aesthetic. That could be, you know, your visage, or it could be your uh, physique. Um, it could be... Yeah, so anyhow, um, it's kind of a tragic thing, but it's, you know, being aware of it helps you, I don't know, understand the environment a little better. I mean, look at it like this. Animals in the jungle. If you ever watch a nature show, um, I like to observe gorillas the most. You know, the, the healthy looking silverback gorilla conveys that. He can provide for himself. He can make himself healthy. He can eat well to have a nice, healthy coat. 
aside from him physically getting into a physical fight and defending himself and and and, 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 um, and um, basically just overpowering his other male gorilla opponents, his his image is also important. I mean, it's it's more reflected in birds. You know, the male birds are very much adorned. You know, whether it's a rooster or a peacock or it's uh, umbrella bird. Um, you know, they adorn themselves to convey value, to convey their successful hunter-gatherer skills and whatever the case may be, to convey their um, ability to um, well, really, they, to convey a certain genetic trait or a certain genetic, um, a certain genetic preferable, a preferred genetic uh, attribute, also conveys health. You know, it also conveys how healthy they are, which conveys to the female peacock, peahen, I should say. Uh, um, hen or umbrella bird girl that he will be able to provide build a good nest and provide protection whatever the case may be so our default um, our default to analyzing people by their looks isn't something that we do on purpose at times, it isn't something that we do. I mean, some people can do it maliciously, but that's a little going above and beyond. But it's something that's ingrained into our animal instinct. You know, I hope it's recorded through my mic and not through the thing. Anyhow, it's, it's something that's ingrained in our animal instincts. So we can't too much chastise people for their, uh, I guess. And this is going to sound hypocritical right here. They're discriminating uh, nature. It's part of their animal uh, instinct. And um, it's also how we differentiate what fruit is consumable or not. We look at fruit, you know, if, if it looks red, shiny, you know, we're going to try to, we're probably going to try to eat it. So, that's all I really want to say about that. I don't really know why I started talking about that. But, hope you took something from that. Um, yeah, we're social animals. You know, and by, like, to a fault. You know? It's like, uh, it cuts both ways. No, it doesn't. It can help and it can harm. Uh, well, it cuts, like, four different ways. The, um, yeah, keep yourself together if you can. You know, simplicity is very important. Simple lines. Um, simple, clean lines. I think those have always been uh, successful, especially in business. Especially in business, you just want to 
keep it simple. You know, in the office of these places, work environment. You know, but we're gonna dress based on whatever social group we're trying to attract or conform to. You know, if you're if you're in the vampire society, or if you're in the gothic society, you're gonna dress in a way that's appropriate. Um, for to attract and to signal to other people that, well, I'm a goth or I'm a vampire. That's that's probably from the early the early 2000s, late 90s. I don't know if people do that anymore. But um, yeah, so that translates to other ways of dress. Or whatever, you know. If you're, you know, back in the '90s, if you're into hip hop, we're like, let's say the early 2000s. Early 2000s. I mean, in the '90s, let's go back to the '90s hip hop. Everybody wore jeans for the most part. If you're on the East Coast, I guess you're wearing khakis. If you're on the West Coast, you know, khakis and a and a, and a lumberjack shirt. <laughs> And um, if you're over here in the East Coast, you're wearing something looking like a polo shirt and uh, and uh, and jeans. If you look at early Jay Z, he's wearing a lot of polo shirts, you know, and not just from Ralph Lauren polo, but just it could be Nordica, Columbia, Ralph Lauren, whatever. But it's just a polo style shirt, whatever. Short sleeves and a collar, you know what I mean? Um, then later on in the 90s, then it was like the long t-shirts and the baggy pants. You know, and then up until today, the baggy pants, uh, the pants have gotten tighter, but the pants are still sagged like in the late 90s. And this is so many years, this is like 30 years later. I mean, getting old, you get to observe stuff. But anyhow, you dress like what you want to be identified as. And I'm going to be offensive now, being political right now. And I'm not going to be offensive. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. You know what I've been trying to do? Okay, so let's stick a pin in that. You can just log off now. But I basically was just saying... Um. Aesthetics matter, looks matter. It's good to keep yourself clean, keep yourself neat. If you can, keep yourself in shape. You know, um, that's very hard because we don't have time to do anything nowadays. So one of the ways I think it's easiest to keep yourself in shape is just by not eating the wrong things. You know, experience the minimum amount of illnesses as you can. Stay away from alcohol and illicit drugs. Illicit drugs and alcohol age you very fast, in my opinion. Stress also, you know. Um, so anyhow, um, yeah. So I don't really got anything else to say, you know. Take care of yourself. Health is, in my opinion, the most important. Why is it important to even have a to even put? In an investment in your aesthetics. Why? Why is that important? Why? 
Well, that's important because we're social animals. Going right back to what I was saying before, we're social animals. We need to um, work with people. We need to transact with people. Well, we're always transacting. We need to transact with people in every different way that you want to talk about. Romantically, professionally, informally, whatever. We, we, have, to, we have to transact with people. Um, and uh, as a result of that, uh, we want to have access. We want to maintain, have as much accessibility as possible. We want to, we want to have as much access as possible. And to have all of that access, we need to we need to have that, an aesthetic that attracts or does not. Um, I don't know what it is. It's, it's not off-putting or it's not um, works against our our ability to access these people. You can't have a transaction without access, right? Sounds mean. It sounds capitalist. It is, um, but you know, it doesn't have to be, because we can transact, and we can. You get something, I get something. Even when it comes to trauma bonding and toxic relationships, there's something that everybody's getting something. Even when one person is suffering significantly more than the other, there's a transaction still taking place. Some kind of transaction is taking place. You know? Um, as long as there's no violence. When it's violence, then, well, I don't really see what transaction is taking place there. I can't really analyze that. But the... Um, Yeah, aesthetics matter because you want to maintain access. You want to get access to people. And to do that, you have to uh, be, unfortunately, um, you have to gain their confidence. You have to gain their comfort. And it's good to have a good aesthetic. The aesthetic helps you. It's not everything. It's not everything. It's, it's a small part of it. Well, I don't know. It's a part of it. It's a part of it. I don't know if it's a small part of it, but it's a part of it, and it's a useful tool to help you get through interaction with people in life. You know, so that's what I gotta say about it. Thanks for listening.